morning sunshine. Oh, what a great morning. Oh, not too shabby. Rick and Carly's My Morning Show. Time to rise and shine. I can wake up laughing. This is Rick and Carly in the morning. Good morning. Ooh, this is kind of a sexy good morning. <laughs> was it? I didn't mean well, for it to was be. Was that for our listeners or for me? Sometimes the sexy just comes out. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? Uh, you can't help it, can you? I know. Uh, <laughs> I want to give my 14-year-old daughter an award this morning. Oh, she get, Jocelyn gets an award, huh? She does. Mm. I'm going to deem her the most forgetful child in the world. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a good award. No, oh, not no. a good award. Dang it, what did she forget this time? So the other day, Jocelyn was supposed to be at her dad's, but I always do school pickup. Mm-hmm. And we stopped by our house to pick up something she had forgotten. That never happens. Right, before going over <laughs> to dad's. This is the most forgetful kid ever. Ever. So this was a hair tie thing that she wanted. And as we were getting ready to leave the house, I said, okay, put your thinking cap on, sis. Is there anything else that you need to grab here before uh, we go to dad's? All right. Just to alert her, just in case. Yeah, let's think about it. She's, she oftentimes forgets some things. That's she okay. Does. Giving you a second chance, Jossie. Yeah. Okay. So she thinks for a couple minutes, she's like, Nope. No, we're no. good. Check, check, check. I've got everything. Yeah. We drive over to her dad's place, which is about 10, 12 minutes away. And as soon as we pull into the driveway, she says, Mom, I forgot my shoes. She's barefoot. She's barefoot. <laughs> she, she, that's like when you're holding your sunglasses, mm-hmm. you're asking everybody where the sunglasses are. Yes. And then she says, all of my other shoes are at your house. <laughs> so I don't have any shoes oh, at dad's no. house. Uh, I had to take the shoes off of my feet. Thank uh, goodness we wear the same size shoe. And I'm like, yeah. here you go, sis. Uh-huh. She's like, those won't go with my outfit. I said, I don't care. <laughs> okay. So she wore your shoes in. So huh? yeah, she did. Uh, you and know now I'm giving her an award. What's crazy is she takes longer in the house than anyone else too. I she know. just kind of lollygags around and we're all sitting in the car. And she, she has no concept of time mm-hmm. or, and then she's still the one that forgets everything. I really Give her the award, Carly. Here you go, Seth. <laughs> I love you. I really do. Good morning. We're going to help you create a dream date night. Ooh, good. Yes. Okay. Hey, it's Friday. Yeah. This is perfect. Date night used to mean that you'd go to maybe dinner and a movie that was standard. But now the economy is making things a little bit tough. Plus the ladies, they expect more from us guys. Do they, we? Yes, you do. No, actually, I don't think we do. <laughs> I feel like you do. <laughs> no. There were 5,000 people that were asked, what is your favorite date night? And yes, going out to eat, still number one, but staying in ranked second. Wow. So you can just really? do a, yeah, like a date night at home and, and we're going to be fine. Like early on in the dating stages, though, isn't that a little presumptuous to say, hey, come on over to my house. Yes. I'm going to cook you some dinner. We'll have a glass of wine. You bada bing, to, bada bing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do have to put in some effort in yeah. the beginning. But once you kind of settle into a relationship, you still need the date night, mm-hmm. but you don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money. Here's some other ideas for just a, a stay in cozy date night and keep Keep in mind that they recommend, as far as relationship experts, they recommend that you have two dates per week. Two a week? Yeah, it's it's up Boy, from the standard a one a week. It used to be one right. a week. Right, yeah. Now it's two. Okay. So you can have a game night. Okay. 
Uh, you can. Are either- we when we're talking about game night? Are we talking about like <laughs> a role playing? Or are we talking about play monopoly? You know what? Take that how you want to. <laughs> game night for one couple may be different than it sure. is for another couple. Okay. No right or wrong. Yeah. You can uh, engage in a hobby together. I'm going to say this. I think that we both need to kind of be open to exploring each other's passions. Like I've wanted to always do a little mm. cooking class at home with you. Yeah. I, I think you, I'm open to that. And then you can teach me to play poker. That's probably not a good idea. That's no. a thing for me and my, my buddies. I don't know. You can teach me. I'll uh, teach you how to play. Okay. I'm like, whatever I you want to do. I know that's the right thing to say. And so I'm saying it. Okay. <laughs> I also don't think you'll ever actually do a cooking class with me. But, I you know. will. I totally will. Will you? Yes. Okay. Uh, go camping. That's a popular no, date thing. That's not happening not, for not us. Not for us. We're no. not campers. Uh, romantic. We sound so bougie when we say we're not, we're not doing that. I'm not I sleeping know. in a sleeping bag or. I'm not going to become one with the nature. Look, I have back issues and I'm claustrophobic. Camping just <laughs> yeah. doesn't work for me. Right. You can go on a romantic walk. We've oh. done this many times. It doesn't cost anything. No. And it's nice to just kind of get out and enjoy your area. Every little city has these these little hot spots that are kind of tucked in mm-hmm. the back of nowhere. Someone find those yeah, and exactly. go for a little walk. Yeah. You can go on a long drive together. If you're not the exercise type of person, that's kind mm-hmm. of the lazy person's definition of the long walk, or if you long go, drive. If you are into exercise, you go bicycling together or we go to the gym together. Yeah. I don't know if I would say that's a date, but you we could, enjoy that. You could make it a date yeah. if you wanted to kind of incorporate that. Uh, you can cook together, which we brought up before, but I think that can be super romantic to cook together. Mm. Remember the, uh, and we never did this, but I still want to do it, where I think I blindfold you and, oh, yeah. and, you, and I, I walk you through the steps of cooking our meal. That's way fun. It. We need to do yeah. that. We also uh, did a date night one time where we went to the grocery store and it was like, okay, you have to wave your finger around in the frozen food aisle section and count to 10 and wherever your finger lands, that's what you're having for dinner. And then we yeah, did that like- integrate that into something that you're going to cook up. It's kind of like the Food Network show. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. We liked that. Um, but then going out to dinner is the number one thing. So like we said, if, if you're in the beginning stages of a relationship, you do have to put forth that effort before you can have a nice cozy That's night. That's always a good go-to, going out to dinner. Yeah. You don't want to do it too often. You want to be creative every once in a and while, but that's a good go-to. It doesn't always have to be an expensive restaurant. You can you no. know, go a little McDonald's cheaper. McDonald's is fine. Taco Bell. That's where I bring Carly. It's a great first date option. <laughs> Shh. Can you keep a secret? We know Rick and Carly can't. Rick and Carly in the morning. Brenda lied about her job experience. Shame, 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 Brenda. Brenda. It's okay. I know. You feel, I know. You feel bad about it. We get that. So, so give us some specifics. Like, what do you feel bad about? And then we're going to call your boss up and come clean on everything here, right? Yes, please. Okay. You're prepared because I don't, I mean, who knows what he's going to say. Yeah, you could lose your yeah. job. Yeah, this is something serious. I know, what? but it really, it's really bugging me. Um, so, like, four years ago, I was, I was out of work, and I lied on my resume to get the job uh, that I have now, which I'm really, really underqualified for. <laughs> um, oh, oh, dang it. Now, this was four years ago, so you've been yeah. doing okay, well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm a site superintendent at a potato factory, and... 
I mean, to get my job done, I constantly have to Google things. I mean, I make just shy of a hundred grand a wow. year, and I honestly, I work with other people who should probably have the job over me, and I just, I just felt so guilty this whole time about lying, and I just want to come clean. Okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, yes, I think you should feel guilty, but on the other hand. You sure you want to throw this out to your boss? Yeah, I just, you know what? I just can't take it anymore. I got to come clean. Hello? Hi, is this Dave? Uh, Yes, this is Dave. Who's this? Hi, our names are Rick and Carly. We uh, do a morning show on the radio. Rick, you Mm want to say hello? Hello, Dave. You having a good day so far? Uh, yeah. All right. So, What's up with the call? <laughs> we got a little surprise for you, Dave. Yeah, we've been talking to one of your uh, employees, Brenda, and mm-hmm. she said that she's the site superintendent at the potato factory that you guys run. Anyway, she wanted to talk to you about something, and we just said, sure, we'll kind of facilitate. Yep. So, mm, okay. Brenda? Hey, Dave. Ahead. Um... Hi, um, this is really awkward, but I feel super guilty about something. Um, and, and you I, couldn't just come to my office and tell me? <laughs> well, you know, I, I really wanted to do that a lot of times, but I just, I just couldn't get up the nerves. So, um, doing this is kind of like putting my feet to the fire to get it done. All right, well, I'm ready for whatever you want to say, so go ahead. Okay, um, I lied on my resume. Um, I've never worked in the food processing industry, and I've never been a supervisor. I I worked in a bank as a loan processor before I took this job. Wow. Well, you do a good job for not having any experience. Oh, my gosh, Dave. You have no idea how much time I spend on Google figuring out what to do. Really? Well, bottom line, you're getting the job done, so I'm actually more impressed knowing that you're as good as you are without any prior knowledge or experience of this field. So, Dave, the fact that she's at the office Googling and YouTubing everything to figure it out, you don't, that's okay with you? She's been doing a good job? Yeah. I mean, she's a quick learner, and I never have any issues with it, so... She's felt guilty as well. She's felt guilty about this for four years. <sighs> I mean, I know that there are so many people there who would love to have my position, and I just really feel guilty. Why? If they wanted the job, they could have learned by googling things and be yeah. better on the job. Yeah, just like you. <laughs> we should all Google okay. a little bit more. Huh? I guess so. <laughs> wow. Right. Oh my gosh! Let me ask I just, uh, one I more. So much better telling you. One more thing, Dave. What about the lying part? Is that how do you feel about that? I mean, it's a little bit bad, but she gets the job done, and like she came forward, and yes. from here on out, as long as she stays honest with me, it's not really that big right. of a deal. Again, yeah. she does you the bet. job and gets the work done. What about her? You bet, Dave. Uh, can we get her a raise? Would you? Oh, or are you open to that? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. Don't <laughs> push it, Ray. Uh, that's something that her and I can talk about in the office okay. later on. 
<laughs> For sure. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I'll see you later. Hear it again and all your favorite Can You Keep a Secret episodes on demand. Am I the only one that thinks they're really cool when I go into a Maverick gas station? Mm-hmm. I see there's a long line. And I uh, quickly go through the self-checkout, which for some reason, it seems like nobody else either knows about or they don't know. Like when you go into the grocery store, everybody knows about the self-checkout. They do it. At the Maverick gas station, I feel really important. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm better than everybody else because I'm able to whisk through there so quickly and they're standing in line. You're taking it too far. (laughs) But I do agree that as far as the gas station self-checkout, it's kind of gone unnoticed. People are not in that mode of self-checkout yet. And at the grocery store, I I don't even know why they have cash registers. (laughs) Because everyone does the self-checkout. Oh, you mean the uh, the people behind the uh, registers then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When I go through the gas station, I feel like every person in in that long line's looking at me like, "What are you doing?" Oh, oh like nothing. But in a good way, huh? Like they think. Oh you're no, cool. they're not happy with me. Oh, I'm just working the system. Mm. No waiting for me. I'm special. I always feel like when I do the self checkout <laughs> at the gas station, like I want to yell, "Hey, I did the self checkout. I really did pay. I promise I'm not stealing I know, stuff." Because I always hit the button that says no receipt. I do too. And it's like, well, I just grab this stuff and I'm walking out. It I, feels I, weird. I feel like I've robbed them. Mm-hmm. There's never a shortage of drama in Hollywood. This is the Showbiz Buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. Reese Witherspoon may be getting divorced because of Quibi. So Quibi was an app that was supposed to revolutionize the way that people watched and engaged with content in a meaningful way. And uh, that never really panned out. So most of you have probably never heard of Quibi. It's uh. a now defunct streaming app that launched in April of 2020. So she was trying to start this because she's a good businesswoman. Right. She's no. got like a billion dollars. She was not trying to start this. Her husband got involved. So he mm. left his job to work at Quibi. And then Quibi ended up shutting down like six months after it started. And the company lost like $2 billion bunch of celebrities got involved like Anna Kendrick and Joe Jonas and he had told her like look honey I'm gonna quit my job but I 100% believe in this we're gonna bring home millions of dollars and instead like they need it well I understand she that she doesn't need that I get it it's the uh, the principle of the thing it's the principle and you have to keep in mind and this is hard for me to grasp too but they build their lifestyle around their income so it's it's kind of the same as us but on like a much much higher level so was he putting their own money at risk yes. then? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he went from making a lot of money to, to making taking nothing. all of hers. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it caused some tension and you oh can understand boy. why. Dang it. Elon Musk is now the most followed person on Twitter. Not surprising. Because he owns it. <laughs> he owns it. He's, just, he's gone in and switched up all the algorithms yeah. to make sure it's that like, everybody's following him. I'm king. So yeah. that yeah. spot was previously held by Barack Obama. They both have uh, 133 million followers, but Elon just barely inches him out. Yeah. Uh, Elon's number one fan is a guy named Cat Turd, and he has turned on him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't even want you to repeat the name of that guy. He's, he's an anonymous Florida man whose account is a photo of a cat wearing glasses. He has 1.6 million followers, mm. and he's upset with the changes that Twitter has made, like putting too many ads on there. He now has to pay for his verified account status, and he was temporarily banned. So. Gotcha. 
Gwyneth Paltrow, if you have not heard, won her ski crash trial after eight days of testimony. She was awarded her symbolic $1 in damages. And she said in a statement that she's pleased with the outcome. She appreciates all the hard work of the judge and the jury. Now, Terry Sanderson was suing her for over $3 million. And he said that she told him, I wish you well after the verdict. He thought that was very kind. He also said it's difficult taking on a celebrity. And he thinks that she believes she has the truth, but she doesn't. She probably does. These quackers. He said, she said. Do you think she'll get her dollar? I think she will. I don't know. You don't know if she'll get her dollar? A lot of people don't pay up. The judgment comes out and they just never pay up. It's the, again, the principle of the thing. Yes, said, it is. I'm hanging on to this dollar. I'm not paying you. Right. I uh, saw this online, shared it on our Facebook page, and I'm not going to comment on this because my, uh, my kids listen to the show and I respect their mother. That's so, good. That's very nice of you. So, so I'm not going to go there. Uh, this is, uh, we want you to finish this sentence for us. My ex is so dumb, he or she blank. Ooh, okay. those are dangerous waters. You for can sure. see how if I threw something out there, yeah. it's a whole big thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Christine Cantu says, My ex is so dumb, he bought a $500 saddle and he didn't even have a horse. Oh my God. That really is dumb. <laughs> Maybe some value is going to resell it or something. I don't know. I don't know what the backstory is, but that just seems stupid. Uh, Dan Swenson says, my ex is so dumb. She thought Germany was an island. Well, we're not the best at geography. I'm are we, horrible. Rick? So what, what was it? What was it that? Oh, uh, I didn't realize that New Jersey wasn't in New York City or yeah. New York State. Right. <laughs> it's like, now, where is that in New York? I'm like, it's not. It's a state, a separate yeah, state. It's New Jersey. I, I would buy it. Like if somebody told me, hey, Germany's an island, a yeah. big island, like uh-huh. Australia is. Okay. I thought that Alaska was an island for a really long I, time. Who knows? Uh, Jody Atkinson says, my ex is so dumb. He called my mom's house and told my sister to call 911 because his car was on fire. Oh my gosh. So instead of calling 911 himself, himself. he called his mom's house. Yeah, that, that, I mean, maybe that's just panic setting in and you're not thinking straight, but that is dumb. Kylie Brooks says, my ex is so dumb when we were going to marriage counseling after we had our first child, he told our pastor that God gave women breasts to please men. What? Not to feed our child. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? No wonder he's an ex. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. He's like, what are you Y'all. doing? That's the, you're not supposed to be. That's not for for him. That's yeah. for me. He hopefully was joking. I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I who knows? Jeanette Hessen says my ex is so dumb. He got so mad at a glitch in a game. He chucked a fifty dollar controller. It bounced off oh. the wood floor. Destroyed the two thousand dollar TV. The warranty had ended just the day before. That totally seems like something you would do. <laughs> 100%. Video game rage. Well, just you get mad rage. over like, yeah, computer stuff. You yeah. chuck your mouse or whatever. Uh, Robin Nichols, this is the last one, says, my ex is so dumb. He used Nair on Ooh. an area we oh. will not discuss. No. He couldn't walk for two weeks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think there are warnings on the bottle I about stuff like that. Wow. Do they still have Nair? I haven't heard about I Nair for a long time. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I haven't looked. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid exes out yeah, there. Yeah, huh? there are. 
Yeah, you probably shouldn't answer that. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Marshall's wife, Sylvia, works the front desk at a hotel. And he says that her job is kind of mundane, a little boring. So She needs a little spice, huh? She does. She needs to kind of spice things up a bit. So, uh, Marshall, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Now, what do you want us to do? Um, so I think it would be funny if you were just like, if you said you were calling from one of the rooms mm-hmm. and just start telling her like weird things that are going wrong. I don't know, like just, but the weirder, the better. Love it. For sure. We okay. can do that. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, you hang on with, with us while we do this in case we need some backup. Okay. Okay. Rooftop Court Hotel, this is Sylvia speaking. How can I help you? Yeah, Sylvia, uh, I'm in room 416 and I'm out of toilet paper. Is there any way you could send somebody up and and help you us? You said with room that? 416? 416. My kids jammed okay. every I, roll I we had. I will ha- send housekeeping over to you. Perfect. We, we need some towels too because my kids jammed every roll we had down the pot and it's flooding. Okay, hold on one second. So don't, you said that your toilet that. is, is overflowing? Not now. No, no. Get off of that. Yeah, hang on. What's okay. that? I'm sorry. What? Sir, I'm going to put you on hold really quick. We're going to get housekeeping up there, and I'll no. see if our janitorial system Well, don't. Not yet. Also, if I'm taking a bath and chucking pies all over the place, is there extra cost for the mess? Like, is that considered an incidental, or what? what category would you guys put that in? So the deposit that you put down in the room when you checked in, uh, that is applicable towards Don't any damages the or the paper. credit card you have. Put, put the toilet paper back. I'm sorry. What did you say? Okay. So, sir, I'm going to need you. Hey, wait, wait, I'm wait. Housekeeping and get oil staff. I'm pretty sure they're bugging the room. Okay. Um, sir, I'm going to go ahead and hang up right now. And we're got, gonna get hang on. Don't over. hang up. Just... Do you have a pen and paper so you can jot these things down? I have a few requests. Okay. Could you make well, my bed backwards? You janitorial staff over to you. Do you have anyone on staff that would be willing to have a pillow fight? Okay, sir, if there's a situation going on in your room, I need to get off the phone and get some people over We're, to you, okay? It's not that serious. Can you get me 20 pounds of ice cream for my penguins? Sir, um, how about wait. a how about a I'm sea bass water trough, or a one piece romper for men? Can I have some chocolate covered okay. spaghetti, Sylvia? Okay, you said room four fifteen, sir. Sylvia, we will be right up there in just a moment. Wait, Thank Sylvia, you so wait, much. wait, don't hang up, Sylvia. I've got somebody here that wants to say something to you. Hey, babe. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Me, what? We got gotcha. you. <laughs> Not real. Not a real. Don't call the cops. Uh, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) 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 Babe, I know know you're bored sometimes. I just wanted to give you a call. just wanted to give you a little call. We seriously were about to call the cops. We thought somebody was doing drugs. Oh, my Lord. Don't call the cops. If you want to have a pillow fight with our penguins up here, yeah, some, some chocolate-covered spaghetti, we're ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. A 50-year-old plumber was working on a home, and he decided to duck into the crawl space for a bit. The homeowners didn't hear from him for about three hours. They got worried. <laughs> Taking a nap? They shouted for the guy, no answer. So they called 911. 
Uh-huh. Firefighters showed up, began searching around the crawl space. They spotted a portion of his body. He was unresponsive. So they started cutting holes in the floor with chainsaws. Uh-huh. And you got it. That's when he woke up. <laughs> he was taking a he nap? He was taking a nap. For three hours? Yes. Paramedics evaluated him to see if he needed to be hospitalized, but he was fine. Just a little yeah. groggy. Yeah. Ready to get back to work. Did he say he he didn't mean to fall asleep yeah. for that long? Or yeah, he was, was like, oh, accident? I'm sorry. I fell asleep. I'm fine. <laughs> so comfortable in here. Yeah. Dealing with customer service has got to be one of the most annoying things in life. I had to deal with this the other day because long story short, my insurance company owes me a bunch of money that I had to pay ahead of time. Anyway, it's just a, it's a call them 432 times. Yes. They always say checks in the mail. They do every (laughs) time. Literally say that. Or like we had to cancel that check. We're going to send you another check anyway. Why would they have to cancel a check? They've had to do it three times. That's what they say. Why? Because they say it got lost in the mail. Oh, come on. I know. Very frustrating. I wanted to kind of prepare myself going into the call that I plan on making today. So here's some tips when you have to deal with customer service. Going in hot or just being rude in general, they say is not going to help you, which I tend to kind of get on my soapbox and I just am like, I'm going to stick it to it. You have to understand that's a person on the other end of the line. I I get that that's their job and they're working, but sometimes we, we treat them like they're not really people. Right. Nobody likes to be treated that way. And many times you're talking to the person that it's not actually their fault. Exactly. Yes. Got to remember that. Also be prepared. So before you call, think about things you may need to have ready, like dates, account numbers, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So you're more efficient. And then you do need to be willing to compromise. This is also like, oh, really tough to do. I got to wait a week. I'd rather have it tomorrow, but I'll compromise. We can wait four days. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or like if you want a refund, but they offer you credit, sometimes you just have to quit while you're ahead. (laughs) Very uh, professional of you to think about this, but I just call and yell. I've done that, Rick. I've done that so many times and it's not working. Dr. Jan McGee is a principal at a charter school and she was just forced to resign after falling for an online scam where she sent $100,000 to someone who claimed to be Elon Musk. Oh no. Yeah, Jan said she'd been talking to Elon for at least four months and they chatted about him investing in her school. I feel like this is a, uh, like this Elon Musk scam is, this is not the first time I've heard of this many times before. Gotta be careful. She'd mentioned the conversation to her staff and they were skeptical and several people warned her that might be a fraud. (laughs) Yeah, you think? No, no, this is the real Elon Musk. (laughs) And he needs money from me. (laughs) $100,000. So she sent it to Elon's right-hand man, Uh uh, someone named Luis Alberto Fernandez. Oh, I thought you say like Prince Habim. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) No. Uh, Apparently she was under the assumption that writing this check for $100,000 would lead to Elon Musk giving the school $6 million in return. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Fortunately, the school's business manager got wind of the payment in time and was able to stop the check before it cleared. Good. In a meeting with the school board members, Jan said, I am a very smart lady, (laughs) well-educated. Yeah, really. But I fell for the scam, okay? (laughs) So the school now looking for a new principal. 
<laughs> Rick and Carly's $1,000 Minute. 10 questions, 60 seconds, $1,000. Hello. Hi, it's time to play for a lot of money, girl. I'm ready. Let's hope I'm smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like that game, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> well, who is this? This is Shay. Shay, where are you this morning? Nampa. So you know the deal. Ten questions, easy questions. Mm-hmm. I hope so. <laughs> uh, they are. They are. And uh, 60 seconds to answer these ten questions, and $1,000 is up for grabs. Do you have any questions for us before we get nope, started? I'm good. All right, Shay, go. How many states are in the United States? 50. Name one of Idaho's neighboring states. Oregon. How many sides does an octagon have? Five. Who is the owner of Facebook? Uh, Tom. How many? Uh, how, <laughs> how many degrees are there in a circle? Three sixty. Which actor plays Buddy the Elf in the movie Elf? Will Ferrell. Name an Idaho city that starts with the letter M. Mountain Home. Which musician made parachute pants popular in the nineteen eighties? Michael Jackson. What's the capital of South Dakota? South Dakota. Pass. What is the only edible food that never goes bad? Pass. <laughs> what is the capital of South Dakota? Bismarck. What is the only edible food that never goes bad? Circus peanuts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Circus peanuts. That was fun. That's the best answer ever. Yeah. Circus peanuts. Mm. We'll have to research that. Okay. But that's incorrect. <laughs> Well, at least I tried. You you did fairly well. You did get a a few wrong, obviously. An octagon has eight sides, not Uh, five. Yeah. The owner of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, not Tom. Uh, I knew that one, Remember Tom, though? Tom? Yeah, remember there was that guy, that picture of that guy, Tom? Is that what you were thinking of? Yeah, I'm sick in MySpace because Tom MySpace. MySpace. Oh, That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, who is Tom? That's what that was, yes. Yeah. Parachute pants were popular because of MC Hammer. Yeah, there, you oh, were close. Oh I think I want to guess. One. Michael Jackson's a good guess. Though. It is a good guess. I feel like we should have given her that one. The capital of South Dakota is Pierre. Which Pierre. Is you said weird. Bismarck. I knew it was somewhere in there. Bismarck, yeah. That's seems... in North Dakota. Yeah, oh, I know. You're right. By one of them. <laughs> and then the, right. the only edible food that never goes bad is circus peanuts. No, it's honey. Honey, honey, <laughs> honey. honey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you did awesome. Thank you for playing and have a great weekend. You too. Thanks. Rick and Carly's $1,000 Minute. There's a, uh, a widowed goose in China right now that has been refusing to leave a shopping mall where he last saw his mate. Oh, my God. Because they mate forever. They mate for life. Oh, that breaks my heart. So the goose has been living in the mall's parking lot for over a month. Mm -hmm. And mall employees have been taking care of him by feeding him, making sure he stays safe. Yeah. Not getting ran over by cars, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Despite attempts to lure him out with other geese, the widowed goose remains at the mall. Showing loyalty to his lost mate. And this, when I went through this and I saw this on uh, Facebook yesterday, they got a nice little picture of the goose, yeah. which I put on the Rick and Carly Facebook page. It reminded me of us. What? Carly oh, is stop. my goose. 
Okay, so, but am I the goose in the- stop? I'm I, trying I to say something nice to you. You interrupt me. <laughs> well, I feel like there's something I'm missing here. No, that's Am right. I the goose in the parking lot or am I the dead goose? You're the dead goose. I'm the one being loyal, oh, okay. standing by. Whew, I'll take that. I don't you want to be the dead goose? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the, the dead goose. The other one just makes me so sad. You don't want to be the sad goose. No. You would rather be dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But thank you. That was really nice of you to well, say. Well, you know, I was trying to get something nice out, and yeah. you, you kept interrupting. I you it, did. Huh? You ruined the moment. Damn it. I know. I mean, that was the big line at the yeah. end there. I was wanting mm. to say Carly is my goose, and I love her. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. You ruined it. Sorry. I always say you're my right arm. Like you really are. That's I, I not don't as good as being my goose. Okay. Well, yeah. You want up to be for sure. <laughs> <laughs>